almost all of the religion in the world, they are saying the same thing. Act good, be good, there is some superpower. Have less to do with beliefs, but more to do with power. Most of the doctors cannot answer the fundamental question of female body's need. We were not a part of preclinical or clinical studies yep. because of our hormones. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of I Am Christina D'Arcangelo. And today we have an international episode, which I, I so much love, with having my guest on today with me, Shabnam. Thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Uh, hi, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I mean, I'm so excited, so excited for having this conversation with you. So yeah, uh, my name is Shabnam. I uh, I was uh, born and raised in Iran uh, and uh, came to Germany spring of 2013. Uh, I love plants. I love ethnopharmacology. And that's why I studied my whole life. And th th that's what I do as a job. And that's passion. I love that. Well, I love the Persian culture. As you Thank know, you. I, 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 you know, I'm Italian, you know, so I'm not Persian, but I always talk about my adopted Persian family because we were talking over email, I think, yes. about some of this. Um, because when I moved to California in 2005, I met a Persian gentleman out in one of the biotech companies I was working at. And he was amazing. And he invited me because I had no friends when I moved out there. Like, I just moved for work. I had a dog. Okay. That was it. <laughs> and so I move out to California and he says, you know, DR, because everybody calls me DR in the biotech space. You should come to dinner to my family's home. And, you know, I'm an East Coaster. So it was like, I don't know. Uh, and he was like, no, please come. So I said, okay. And I go and I meet his wife and his daughter and they lived on the bay. So right on the water, it was beautiful, their home. And we had Persian food. And that was my first, first time ever eating Persian food. <laughs> and then learning about the Baha'i culture. I got to tap my toe a little bit into that pond there and, you know, let's look like, let's go forward. Now it's 2022. I converted to a Baha'i. I have Iranian. Oh. Mm -hmm. I have Iranian um, art in my home that they've given to me over the years. I have embraced the culture. Like, you know, I always say my adopted Persian family because mm -hmm. I appreciate it so much. And so when I met you um, through LinkedIn, and I saw that you work in the cannabinoid space. You're a woman, you're a scientist, you're a researcher, you're Persian. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have to bring her on because, you know, in CD fashion, we always try to bring people on that we can demonstrate that we're the same. And so looking at me, no one would think, oh, well, what does she know about? I even understand Farsi. I help them put their oh. library together. Swear to God. So- mm -hmm. I, I just appreciate your culture and everything, you know, that I've learned and I continue to learn from you guys. And I've been watching everything that's been happening with Iran, obviously, because it's just horrendous what's happening over there. And, you know, we need to do better, you know, with letting people be who they are. Yes, yes. I mean, exactly. It's very sad. It's very sad. 
uh, a story what happenings to these kids but also at the same time it's a heroic story it's like a female divine power that ripples soft ripples through genders generations and geographical border and ignite change and revolution i'm sure that the revolution is coming soon and it's a, a woman's revolution in iran i'm so sure about it I love it. I love it because watching how condemned the women of Iran have been their entire life um talking to other Persians like yourself about their struggles men and women who have had to defect for various reasons. I mean, I told you about my Persian family. They had to leave because they were Baha'i. They were prosecuted because of religion, which yeah. I mean, in itself is crazy to me because I mean as long as you're believing in something and you're acting in a proper way meaning you're not committing crimes you're just loving people the way you love them in your way and you believe in a higher power whatever that is what's the problem I don't understand what the problem is and and I've noticed like when I tell people I'm Baha'i people here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, on the east coast they don't know what it is so they look yeah. at me like I'm 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 like I'm 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 a weirdo, right? Like I was something wrong. And I'm like, really, it's one of the most universal religions in the world. I I studied all these different religions. I grew up Roman Catholic. Hello, my name tells you that I must have been Catholic yes. at one point <laughs> in my life. Right? And I I studied all these different things over the years and I never found a religion that accepted me wholly, I felt. This oh. is my opinion. Other people can disagree with me, but this is how I felt. In my opinion is important because it's my choice on what I do. Just like we were talking about with Iran and women, it should be their choice what they do. Exactly. I mean, um a couple of days ago I was talking with uh, my best friend. I mean, she lives still in Iran. I haven't seen her for six years, which is like very sad. I mean, although uh, at the moment economical situation is very bad very bad her voice was full of hope full of hope is it chairman you have no idea every time i go out i see these brave young ladies without hijab here and there for me it's like something it's the light end of the tunnel that i can regain those years that i couldn't leave so it's a hope for me that i can leave again and that that that's for me was so happy to hear because you have no idea that the last couple of years the economic situation the political situation everything goes really down and get worse and worse every day so that was so nice to hear her voice again so happy and so hopeful and yeah i mean we can all pray and uh, i don't know send our positive energies that good days come soon for iranian people especially iranian brave girls and women mm-hmm. because it's been years and years of abuse exactly. and it's time it's time you it know is. it's really time for us to step up and and come to the plate and it's not just people in iran I'm not Iranian as you know but I'm behind it because it's the right thing to do you know so it's like we've got to come together and show humanity that we're one instead of being in a divide all the time before we got on here today we were talking about that a little bit and I was like darn it we should have been shooting because 
it was, you know, we were talking about this, like, why can't we all just get along? Like, why can't, you know, like you gave a great story about being in a, I think it was a cafe, right? With multiple cultures and they're at odds with each other, but you found commonality. And And that's so beautiful. The beautiful evening, we were all laughing. We were so, that that was one of the most beautiful nights of my life. And all the time I was thinking, okay, why in Iran, since since we are small uh, small, uh, school children, they say us, say into our ears, down with US, down with Israel. Uh, so, so really these crazy stories that, that they, they want to brainwash us. I mean, I was lucky to grow up in an open-minded family, but there are lots of lots of uh, families that they believe the, the bullshit, so sorry for my language, no, but the bullshit okay. regime. Yeah. And you know, no. they consider themselves as God. I mean, uh, they they a uh, couple of days ago they said one of the protesters they they he get the death uh, death sentence because of enmity to God. Like, did they, they consider themselves as God? And that's just disgusting and horrible. So, it is. Yeah. It's it's I, you know, even being at odds in your own family, it happens at times. Mm-hmm. I know. When I decided I was going to convert to uh, Baha'i, it was while I was still in California. And mm-hmm. I was hanging out with all the Baha'is. I was going to the firesides. I was really watching and learning and 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 loving people, you know. <laughs> and so when I decided that that was it, I was transitioning to a Baha'i, I did. And when I had my son, I told my ex husband that he our son even though his name is christian because he's named after me uh, <laughs> i was effective in winning that battle um <laughs> christian is going to be raised a behind because yeah. that is what i believe in and yeah. that is how this child is going to be raised because my ex-husband didn't practice as a baptist and we're mm-hmm. not going to fake you know we do that a lot where we're like oh i'm a baptist but they don't go to church they don't practice anything. They don't observe holidays. They don't hang out with other Baptists that are good people or whatever. I'm not picking on Baptists. I'm just saying in general, right? It's like every religion. Yeah. But so I wanted to make sure that that was what we were going to do. And so luckily that that I won that one too. And nice. so Christian is a Baha'i. And so everybody thought he was a Christian though. I, when I had him, the, the, my ex-husband's family would send, uh, like they sent bears that talk about, I love Jesus. Now, being Baha'i, you know, we learn about every religion. We accept everybody. We observe other things in other religions. We're very, you know, kind and embracing and like, but Christian is a Baha'i. And he was little at the time. And I don't want to confuse him. That, that that we love Jesus, but we forgot about being Baha'i because <laughs> we love Baha'u'llah too. <laughs> and the Bob and everybody. So like that was kind of annoying for me. Like I was like, what? So like I gave the bear away to one of my other friends who is really Christian. Okay. I was like, okay. listen, share this with your sister who's having a baby. She okay. can have this this bear because you guys are very Christian and you're going to love this. Jesus loves me better because I don't want this in my house. Cause it's going to cause confusion right now. 
because he's at a formative age. You can't, you're trying to entice him. That's not how this works. Like, leave me alone. I think I've demonstrated I'm a pretty good bomb. <laughs> and, and you know that the, the, the confusing or the crazy thing is that almost all of the religion in the world, they are saying the same thing. Act good, be good. There is some superpower that have the... Uh, it, it, it can protect you, you're going to go back to it. And why uh, all these religions, most of them, they are fighting each other to prove which one is better or which Supreme. I don't know. It's, um, yeah, it, it's a, a brainless battle, I think. I, I agree with you. I mean, like I said, I uh, my journey of trying to figure out what religion I fit well with, because I felt like in my mind, I needed to have something that I belong to. Okay. And Catholics, I mean, Francis wasn't in charge back in the day when I was exploring this, right? And if he had been, maybe I would have stayed Catholic, right? We did not have a progressive Pope back then. He was mm -hmm. not a nice man. It was after John Paul died, the third, and then you know what happened. So then, you know, this is where we were. And I'm like, I can't even speak up as a woman. You know, in the Catholic religion, we have yeah. no place where we had take a vow of poverty, the nuns, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, I'm a leader when it comes to work. I don't understand why I need to be pushed down in my religion. I can't live like this. This is a hypocritical thing for me. So that's when I started my journey. And so I learned about all different areas of Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism. I'm telling you, I was doing it. And I found all these special characteristics and yes. all of these religions. And I'm like, wow, look at these beautiful things. Why can't we embrace this as a nation, a world? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's it's more like uh, it's less uh, have have less to do with beliefs, but more to do with power is nothing about like really because if it was about the divine power or the divine power inside us or a spirituality uh, that wasn't so much uh, confusion or how do you call it um, confusions wars and uh, these crazy things around that i mean look it, it, at the name of islam they are doing the most uh, most uh, brutal crimes in Iran. I mean, in the name of Islam, for God's mm -hmm. sake, never ever got one want, want this. No, we're not supposed to kill people yeah. in the name yeah. of religion. That's what we're supposed yeah. to be doing. We should be able to express ourselves. Yes, we might not always agree. You and I might not always agree, but yeah. we respect each other, right? As humans, as women, as whatever you want to call us. You know, like, <laughs> You know, like, why can't we just be respectful? I don't know. I grew up that way. I'm sure you've grown up that way, like where your your parents taught you to be respectful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully little by little, I'm very much, um, I have a lot of hope in our young generation because they mm -hmm. grew up with internet. Their mindset is different. They don't uh, let other people tell them what to do because they they. they they, they, how do you call it? Grew up with finding new stuff on the internet. They had like this access to this huge amount of information. Yeah. So they are very much, uh, think, uh, they, they think differently. And I really yeah. respect that. 
Yep. I love it. I'm, I'm smiling this widely because, you know, I have a, my kid's going to be 10 in February. Oh, and nice. so, yeah, so watching Christian grow amongst the years and he's a biracial kid too. So, you know, he's a little different. Um, and he's kind of, and his parents do polar opposite careers. You know, his dad is blue collar. His mom has a white collar job, but I grew up blue collar, so I work more like a blue collar person, but I'm a white collar person. <laughs> so, so the kid, you know, he questions things and asks for opinion. Like, can can you talk to me about this? Like, I heard this or so-and-so said this. And what do you think about this? And like, I love that, like that he conversates with me, which was not something we did as kids growing up. Like, it was like, oh, oh, no. You didn't ask questions. It was what it was. And that's what it was. And that's it. Good, bad, yeah. indifferent. That's just the way it was. So, you know, I love that they question. I love that they want to explore. I love how universal kids are nowadays that, you know, a kid could be doing sports, but also be a painter, also play the trombone or the piano or sing or whatever it is that they find helps them express it's, themselves to some forms and that that's that, that that's super nice because because now, now they have the opportunity they, they have the dif different uh, resources to do that to learn it to hear it to explore it i'm, I'm so happy with them i'm uh, so so happy for them and uh, i have faith in them because yes. they, they, they they're gonna shape the future world so something different that, that than we experience I, I agree with you wholeheartedly i mean this is this is where we're going and like seeing this kind of stuff for kids what's happening now teaches them that it's okay to speak out about their beliefs it's okay to stand on your own it doesn't matter if you're the only one standing there but you are saying what you feel and you're not keeping it here down pushed down it's it's projecting and that's important because we were suppressed as children i think Uh, I, I don't think we had, you know, and like, even when, as I got older and I would speak out about things to my parents and I would see them, you know, and here I am in my twenties and they're getting mad at me. And I'm like, listen, this is, I'm an adult. I, I mean, this is what I believe. I don't care if this isn't what you, you know, like living in San Francisco, my parents were not happy about that. Okay. They're East coast people. And here I am. living on the West coast. And at the time our governor was Schwarzenegger and my dad was very political. So my dad's like an actor, an mm -hmm. actor is your governor. What, what? No, 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 no. That's not normal. Where are you going? And I'm like, dad, I have to do this for my career. This is where I need to be to get where I need to be with my clinical research. It was a preferla of clinical research companies. It was like lily pads. You're like a frog. You could go from one to the next, to the next, to the next. And I'll tell you, it was the best decision I made in my career. I was right on my assessment, but I went up against my parents. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's, so sometimes the decision should be made in this way. I mean, yep. uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I, and we're almost up on 20 minutes already. And we didn't even get to talk about your job. Um, I'm so sorry. Um, so I'm going to have to bring you back on if you don't mind. And we could talk about <laughs> cannabinoid research and the female body. 
Yes. Um, just so it's a little teaser, but I'll bring you back on again in January, if that's okay with you. So we could talk about that. Cause I want, that's so important. And I didn't expect to go woo like this, but no, no, it's, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. We can do that. I would be more than happy to do that. Actually, I'm planning to have because I mean, uh, you, you know that Germany is uh, like going toward legalization. Hopefully, cannabis also get legalized in 2024. And as it's so important to understand what uh, what is the central role of endocannabinoid system in mm -hmm. the female body and mm -hmm. how cannabis affect that for good mm -hmm. and for bad, mm -hmm. uh, I'm organizing like a bi-week. Weekly uh, webinars for oh, cannabis cool. and yes. Unfortunately, they are uh, offline, so they are in our Elias physical store. But hopefully, soon we can find find a way to make it hybrid. So yeah, I, I think January would be amazing because I can already report you something on these okay. weekly webinars. Okay, yes. that, that would be awesome, and I might have some ideas for you, by the way, on That's how cool. to do this so that you can get it out. You know, because you know I own a tech company. That's what Spectral is. Yes. So yes. we 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 could talk about it. Um again, um, you know, we could talk before we record the next podcast so that way, you know, I can give you some ideas of what I think you could try to do so that way you can kind of circumvent the stuff because I get shadow banned all the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I know what you're talking about and you didn't want to but it's okay, we can say it. It's my podcast channel. Who's gonna cut us off? I own it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being cocky, but you know, like, so I get it. It happens to me all the time. So yes, we've, I've got to have you back on so we can talk about the female endocannabinoid system. I think it would be a great way to kick off the new year, honestly, so that people are more mindful because you know how they put their goals down and everything in January. So I would love, to bring, you know, I mean, so that way people are kind of like, oh, yay. This kind of fits into what my, they're focused on being better, right? And like we were talking about before about long hauler syndrome and COVID and like how that happens for us women. It's different hormonally than men. And have, have, you, have you read that report that after COVID, actually the dysmenorrhea raised by uh, 46%. So it's directly affect how uh, the, the directly affect the menstrual yes. cycle. Many, yes. 46%. Yes. I just yeah. read that this weekend, actually. I'm not lying to you because you know this weekend I went down with the long hauler stuff and I started researching more because the problem is, is that we go like we think we're going crazy because we're scientists in nature. We're clinical researchers in nature. We understand the body. We understand autoimmunes and all these other components and viral structures and all these things. So people like us, we're in our heads like, woo, 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 woo. Is this really happening? Is it not happening? Do I think it's happening? So I just read that report yeah. because I'm like, what? I, I, This isn't going away and I'm sick and tired of it. And I need to figure out if it's an anxiety thing because I have a lot of stress. Or really is this long hauler and it's long hauler. So I, I would, I'd so ironic that you brought this up because I literally just read it and I was like, Oh my God, we need to do better with this. There needs to be clinics and things like this is nonsense that these patients don't have any way to feel better. And when you talk to your doctors, they go, mm, I don't know. I don't know what to do. What do you mean? You don't know what to do. I feel like garbage. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm, I'm, it makes me so sad when, when I see that most of the doctors cannot answer the fundamental question of female body's need. They, they yes. really don't know because they never learned it. We were, for such a long time, we were never, uh, uh, we were not a part of preclinical or clinical studies yep. because of our hormones that yep. were yep. extra burden. So yeah, that, that's it. Now we have this huge data gap in our clinical yep. studies. Yep. Yep. So we need to talk about this in yeah, January. Okay. <laughs> I'm so, I feel so blessed to have you on. I know it's nighttime over there. Thank you for coming on oh. my show today to just talk about just being a human. I think it's important for people to see us as people rather than just for our skills, right? And so I'm glad that we were able to talk about these things because I think it's important that people see you as to who you are and what drives you and why you do what you do is because of your heart, right? Yes. And yeah. so I hope that people that are watching our show later or listening, they gather that from us so that they see these two women coming together across the pond, if you will, you know, come together and talk about things that are important that tie us together as humans. Totally, totally. <laughs> Well, thank you again okay. so much. Thank for you being for having me. We're going to talk soon again. This for sure. I promise you, because your word is all you have. <laughs> <laughs> and as I always say, every episode, remember, we are the same. I am Christina D'Arcangelo. Thank you. Thank you.